Won't you be the life of my all-year party, Mr. Pouty? Yeah, like you want to party with me. Okay, what's the problem? You're my girlfriend. That's my problem. Spinner. We're always with 3,000 people, and if we're not, you invite them. Uh, Dylan's moving, and Marco's his boyfriend. They have to be here. We're never alone, okay? You make me feel like some kind of leopard. Leper. The word is leper. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. It won't always be like this. Really? It'll change once that stupid trial is finally over. I promise. Welcome to All About Degrassi, the show that runs on bad 2000s haircuts. Oh my god, I was shocked and horrified and frankly a little angry at every character reveal. Everyone's hair looks like <laughs> I, fucking shit. We're gonna take it, what as, as each character is introduced, we will take it one by one. But this was an assault on my uh, I was like on Edward, my aesthetic sensibility. I was like Edward Scissorhands needs to go to this town <laughs> and give all of these students a full makeover. <laughs> they look like shit. It was really rough. Uh, Even Paige, Paige, the tracks, the weird chunky tracks. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't. What was I, didn't I didn't note that, but I did. I was like, this seems like it's just like a scene by scene because sometimes it looked fine and sometimes it was just. It like, looked good in a couple scenes, but, but her eyeshadow was, was never acceptable. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about her eyeshadow a lot. Okay, I am Evan Goodrich. <laughs> I'm Nick Zahoya. I'm angry. But actually, this was uh, a really good episode. Uh, well, we're on a new season. We're on a new season. It's season four. Wasn't the last season fun? We had our dear friend Wonder Dave on. Mm-hmm. And then we took a little summer vacation ourselves. You had a friend in town and you went to see Taylor Swift three or four times. Uh, four times. To- wait, no. Three times. Three times <laughs> here. One time in New York. That was months ago. I was joking. I didn't realize you went. I didn't realize <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I went. Okay. Well, I was supposed to go two times. And then we're just going to give a little uh, a Swifty update. And I decided on a whim, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get tickets for the last night, and I did, and you know what, it was a a great expense, and I don't regret it, it was life-changing. Yes, and I remember when your friends were coming into town, your fellow Swifty friends, Mm -hmm. you were excited to introduce us, Mm -hmm. and I remember I met them while I was walking Turtle, Mm -hmm. the first morning they were here, and then I did not see them the rest (laughs) of the trip, because they were just trying to go see Taylor Swift more times. Uh, They did other things. We invited you, we invited you out one night, to be clear. We invited you out to precinct. We that's were all not, at precinct. That's just not true, Ellen. That that that, <laughs> no, that, that is, is true. I'm, I'm that like, is. That I'm actually, the Ellen. You're the Ellen. I'm the Ellen. <laughs> I'm the Dakota Johnson. No, Do that not is get true. You did invite me. I can't remember why I couldn't come that night. I should have come. I think you're just like I'm not feeling like. <laughs> no, I was probably sick. <laughs> I was probably deathly ill. Uh huh. <laughs> What was what's happening in this show? Uh, this is a well. What do we do? I forgot how to do this. It's only been a couple weeks. We can get back in the saddle. Don't worry. We'll do it. Don't you worry. I got you. Much okay. like Buck. What's the what's Billy Ray Cyrus's character's name? Oh, oh Duke. God. The Duke. Duke. The yeah. Duke. The Duke. <laughs> the Duke. To be clear, not the Buck. You need the article. The yeah. definite article. <laughs> um. Yeah. Much like the Duke, we're getting back in the saddle. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have a new opening. We do? We do. Oh, I thought you meant our show. Oh, no, not our show. I was like, I didn't know Michael. We, if it ain't broken, it don't fix it. You know? Exactly, so. which is exactly what I think about this new version of the song. It sounds terrible. Really? Much okay. like the haircuts. Okay, so I 
the song sounds like the haircuts mm. look. <laughs> that's yeah, but I almost feel like that's the charm of it, right? It's like it's like oh, it is like so. I mean, the original theme song is very cheesy, and this is just no, a new iteration of cheese. I this think. is a worse cheese, and I don't. I guess they were like it's a children's choir, and these characters are growing up, so it can't be a children's choir anymore. It's still in a school. I don't Keep know. Keep the children's choir. I just feel like the previous, you know, for the first few seasons we had like a burrata and now we just have like a brie like it's just a new cheese i think that this is probably the worst iteration of the whatever it takes theme oh song. oh it is certainly not yeah. i think it's the worst one <laughs> and i've seen all the way through like season 11 so unless something crazy happens in season 14 i don't 14, know i feel like... i'm pretty sure this is the worst one hmm. I, I actually hot take i don't think the theme song is good again until about season like nine when they do kind of like a pop punk version which i i, like. I do like that's that. the best one other, I, I, again, I other than the original yeah, yeah i actually think that was pretty good no. everyone uh users we're back we have our co-op position member uh sailor running the social media why don't you write in to the dms to kick off this new season and tell us what is your favorite of the iterations of the Degrassi theme song. And what's your least favorite? Tell us. Yeah, give us a full power ranking. DM us at all about Degrassi. Sailor will uh, sift through those for us. And you can uh, even, maybe we'll read a couple. You can go on that like tier maker website and like where they have it like do S it's tier, here. A yeah. tier, B, you know. We have could do fun. that. Maybe go, that's our Patreon content. That, that's our Patreon Whenever content. we finally do a Patreon. We can rank the haircuts in this episode too. Uh, they are all F tier. <laughs> <laughs> but within F tier. <laughs> Yeah, I could rank them. <laughs> the S tier of the F tier. Come yeah. on. Okay, um, great. The, the S tier of the F tier is Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, oh, well, Ashley came out unscathed, oh, well, in my opinion. Ooh, we'll talk about we'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, so we are talking today about season four, episodes one and two, two-parter, season premiere, Ghost in the Machine, which is named after the album by the police. Not a song. A whole album. Well, so, what song do we play? Uh, I don't remember what's on this album. Let me, let me Br- look it up real Producer quick. Brimp, go ahead and play your favorite song from this album. Go. <laughs> okay, so, Spinner... Whose hair? Let's okay. Let's take a moment. Oof! First of all, you know me. I love long hair. Mm-hmm. I love when you have people, long hair. I I have long hair, and as someone who has curly hair and combed out my curls for like the first thirty years of my life, mm-hmm. I had no idea I had curly hair. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that some of these characters are gonna grow out their hair, and they're gonna let their curls be luscious. Mm-hmm. This looks terrible. This looks like shit. It's something about the middle part and the length. It looks awful. Yeah, and also, I don't know. I feel like certain faces just lend themselves to certain hairstyles, right? And I just don't think Spinner has a long hair face. I think Spinner always looks good with, like, a short, like, a spiky... Like, like, a little buzz, honestly. A little buzz works for him. Yeah. yeah. I think less is more with Spinner. Yeah. He, he really makes a full circle. We're not there yet, obviously, but, like, in the first seasons... And in his last seasons, he has the same haircut. He does go back to it. <laughs> he goes back to, he returns. He goes back to his roots. God, it does upset me just how many episodes we're going to have to get through before Spinner actually leaves the show. It, it he is me, there forever. It upsets me how many episodes we have to get through before Spinner has hair that looks decent, which oh is basically God. the entirety of this season. This is going to be a rough season. This is a really rough era for hair in general. And 
I guess I applaud Spinner for not using a goddamn hair straightener because all these boys who had beautiful curly or at least wavy hair. Oh, we're gonna talk about previous that now have this ugly like I don't know Billy Joe Armstrong like oh yeah like tight little like short but also straightened like how are you straightening an inch and a half of hair? Mm -hmm. It's so strange. So Spinner's hair looks terrible, but that is not the only news. Uh, (laughs) He also just got his first car. And there's an awkward thing where they're like talking about what they're going to name it. Well, so they're literally like christening it. I thought it was cute because Paige has like the water. It was cute. Paige has the little water bottle and she's like, we christen thee. Sure, sure. I'm going to say this just because I don't want to sound like a negative Nelly. I did think this was a really great episode, but I had whiplash because I thought every emotional beat landed. Every dramatic beat landed, and I thought every single attempt at levity and humor was a catastrophic miss. Really? Every, like, that was the one consistency. And it was only because it was so consistent that I don't have literal whiplash in my my physical neck right now. <laughs> because it was whiplashing me so much between really good writing and really bad writing. Oh, this is cute. You're I didn't here. like it. Um, so they christened his car the Love Mobile. I hated it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a terrible terrible name it's a cute car though it's actually a very cute car it's very red i would wear that i would wear that i would wear that, I would wear that car i would wear that <laughs> yeah if i was some sort of uh big monster i would turn that car into a mech suit for myself <laughs> i would turn that into a maxi dress oh yeah be that'd be cute unconventional materials uh do you remember i'm loving this maxi dress you made out of a ford focus <laughs> Did you like that? That was good. Thank that you. should be your snatch game. As I I like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha's Tim Gunn, but I do think mine it, is it can be done again. Mine is slightly better. She didn't win. She didn't, but she came close. I just watched the ninety minute edit, and she's sure she was second place. <laughs> she was. I do think she was. She was. <laughs> I kind of agree. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She was high. She was high. High. She. Was, the debates over second place in season fifteen we were getting is the funniest so thing in the world. Oh. They released ninety minute episodes. We have to talk about it, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this podcast is yep. now actually sorry um do you okay what was it like getting your first car was it a, was it a fun experience so my mom uh made me buy it from her for a very reasonable price of two thousand okay. dollars but i had to earn that at my day jobs mm-hmm. and luckily i had a very lucrative dishwashing job at a nearby retirement home and i oh, saved yeah. up the two thousand dollars and i bought my mom's acura legend which had a lot of miles on it, but I I drove that thing for like five years. Oh wow, really? Yeah. I kept it going for a while. Oh wow, until it literally um, uh, <laughs> burst into smoke Uh-oh. because it turned out there had been like an oil leak. So I had been driving all the way from like Tacoma on zero oil. And oh it no, just roasted the entire engine. Oh yeah, and luckily it, the car didn't break down until I was about a ten minute walk from my house. So. Wasn't a full disaster. I mean... I, I dropped it off at a park and ride, and it, that's where it still is, I assume. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> that Acura stands. If you find it, you know, write your signature on it. <laughs> uh, did you name it? Did no, you name your car? that's stupid. Who names oh, a car? Uh, I remember, like, we... Did you have a car you named? I don't have a car, so I've never had, like, a car. Do you have a driver's license? I got my driver's license last year. We oh, talked about that. that's funny. We did talk about this. Yeah, so I never had, like, that experience of, like, oh, I'm gonna... But we ta- I think we talked about it kind of much in the same that we talked about baby names when we were teenagers. Just like, oh, yeah, if I had a car, I would name it this. What would you name your car? I don't, God, I don't know. It was, like, I don't think stupid. cars need a name. I think it was, like, Bertha. What about Optimus Prime? That's the only car that needs a name as far as Bumblebee. I'm Bumblebee, great. Um, 
So no, I haven't I haven't named a car yet, but you know, one day, one day. You don't have like a your car ex- outside doesn't have a name. No, it's a fucking Prius. She looks like a Rosie to me. Rosie, no. Rosie, no. Rosie's like a tough girl name. Rosie's a riveter, mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got we have got to get into this episode. We have okay. to talk about it. We are so, on second two. We haven't even talked about the third haircut yet. We're on the first scene. <laughs> so, um, uh, so then they drive uh, the car after he buys it for twenty seven hundred dollars, which is more oh. than you paid for your Acura. Wow, um, this is a cuter car than my Acura. I'll say that. I did lose my virginity in that car. That, mm, that's that's a tough loss. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Never see that car again. All right. So they drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut off your uh, reminiscence. Yeah, I was very wistful about it. I had a lot of sex in that car. When you're in the suburbs, you know, it's like, do we go to my parents' house or your parents' house? We can't go to either. No, we go to the car. We go to the car. Hell yeah. Church parking lots are good. You know, country. No boys, one's there on a weekday. Country boys make do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Do you identify as a country boy? <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> do not. I truly do not. Do you self-ID? You know what, though, Evan? As long as we're not talking about this episode of Degrassi, <laughs> even though you are clearly more of a country boy than me, I bet I know more about horses than you. <laughs> That's not a country thing. That's a rich people thing. <laughs> In the country, it's not. They're just roaming free. You could just go grab one. I've played Red Dead Redemption. I've played Zelda, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Uh-huh. They're all over the place. You just got to go pick one. You got to have a high enough stamina meter, and then it's yours. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. Let's continue. That's how the cow- The Cowboys <laughs> just invested a lot in stamina. That's how they got those horses. Oh, my God. Do you think the Duke has a really high stamina meter? So they get back to Paige's house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We forgot how to talk about this show. So... Page and Spinner in his new car, the Love Mobile. They, they drive the car to Paige's home, and then she gets a notice to appear in court for Dean's trial. Yeah, I was a little confused why a police officer was physically serving this summons. It's not like she's. I'm confused. It's also weird that you go to the car first and not like the house. Right? Wouldn't they mail it? Like, I guess. Yeah, wouldn't they mail it? Maybe. Paige and her mom moved recently and didn't leave a forwarding address. Why That's the only thing that makes sense. This could have been, I mean, I guess, like, they had the fake out of, like, oh, we think that, like, because they suspect that, like, they're first they think that Spinner sped, yes. right? And that's where, like, oh, the cops are on it. Yeah, they're so nervous, sped Spinner. but it turns and it's out. Like, and it's, like, I, I guess that's fine, but it's, like, I don't know. I feel like they could have just, like, gone home, like, to Spinner or to Paige's, and then, like, her mom could have just said, we got a letter in the mail. I don't know. There could, this could have been accomplished... It could in have other been ways, done a different way. And we've already cast her ability. mom, you know? Like, wouldn't it be better coming from her mom? Because it's like a see more of her mom, life. right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It could have, could have gone about this differently. When, did her mom talk in this episode? Yes. She didn't have that accent. No. <laughs> and remember, I was getting to Paige, that. Oh, my God. You're I just thought of it. Spoiling so all sorry. my notes. We'll talk to it when we, when we get to it. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, it's also weird that this entire uh, case has just transpired off screen. Because surely, like... Paige has already gotten lawyered up. Or I guess it's a prosecutor. So she doesn't have a lawyer. Well, I need to talk about the well, lawyers. Well, let's, let's uh, not worry about yeah, the yeah, logistics Yeah, let's of this. not worry about yeah. it. Anyway, so this is the first time we are talking about this since season two. Yes. Um, and so it's been two years after filing charges. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate both of the storylines in this episode because I, I think they both 
um, are working off of things we already know about characters. Mm. They're working off of events in the past that were traumatic or dramatic or both, you know? And the world feels lush and lived in, and I think this is a very strong episode. Yeah, it's entrenched in continuity. This yeah. this, this episode is full of callbacks. Ooh, I love continuity. Specifically to season two, also. The events of this episode are very related to, epi- to events that happened in season two. That's true. Specifically. Because that was a big season for Craig. That's yes. when we first met Craig. Mm-hmm. This is, well, we'll get to it. Yeah. So, um, let's keep going. Let's keep going. So, later, Paige, Spinner, Marco, Jimmy, and Hazel are all at a drive-in watching a zombie B-movie that I am very curious about. Yeah, it's very funny when they go see movies and shows because they clearly had to buy something that was very cheap. And I don't know if this is a cheap zombie movie that they could just license for almost no money, mm-hmm. or if they went to stockfootage.com and looked well, up, like... Zombie yeah. B- B-movie? Yeah. <laughs> um, all I know is that towards the end, there is a female masked wrestler with a whip. I missed that entirely. You That's missed? Shocking. Oh yes! What you didn't notice? The, I was like, taking notes. She's like she has <laughs> I looked like down at my she's notes. like a lucha libre, and she has a whip, and she's like whoosh, and she's like gonna whip the zombies. Do you think it's kitten with a whip? Bob the drag queen's original drag persona. No, this woman's white. So. Mm, probably not then. Probably not. Yeah. Um, unless she's like the reverse. No, the, the if she's no, doing a white chick situation. Yeah, reverse <laughs> yeah. white chicks. Um, <laughs> Bob the drag queen has been a white woman this whole time. Um, let's, let's get away from this. <laughs> so, so Jimmy and Hazel are uh, not watching the movie. They are too busy sucking face, um, mm-hmm. which good for them. Yeah. Good for those kids. But Spinner doesn't get to make out because Marco's in the front seat with Paige. Yeah, taking his girl. Yeah. Taking all the cuddles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Spinner's getting a little frustrated that he can't get an intimate moment with He can't Paige. even see the screen. Can't even see the zombie movie. He doesn't know what's going to happen with this lady and the whip. He should stick his head out the window like a golden retriever. Then he could see it. Have you ever been to a drive-in? I went one time during the pandemic. I, went... I did too, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I was invited by my friend Seth, shout out to Seth, to go see American Psycho, which I had never seen. So it was cool to watch it in a drive-in situation. Oh my god, what did we watch? I think... What did we want? Now I can't remember. I wow. feel like <laughs> seems like it was a great night. <laughs> oh man, no, it was like it was like a it was like a classic. Like, you can't like... even remember because you're so busy making out with I... Daniel. No, it was my family. French oh. <laughs> in Arkansas. Uh, I feel like we watched like Terminator or something. Like, oh, something cool. like kind of like classic, like fun, like something that like everyone's watched. Terminator One kicks ass. That's a great movie. They both. That's both an example of a two. good James Cameron movie. Yes, just like Titanic. Yeah, and then the next day, Paige, Spinner, and Marco are all helping to move Dylan into his college dorm. Uh, And Marco's hair is also awful. Everyone's hair looks like shit. Dylan somehow survived the Thanos snap that gave everyone (laughs) shitty hair. (laughs) It looks about as... I didn't like his hair last season, but it's it's a lateral move. It has not changed. It's at least... You know, it's natural curls, and I'm never gonna begrudge someone for having natural curls. Honestly, he's kind of ahead of the curve. I feel like his hair is, like, very fashionable now. Yeah, I I agree. Middle part. If I saw someone wearing that, I would be like, ooh, looks great. Yeah. Uh, but Marco has flat ironed his hair. Oof. <laughs> I, I shout out also to uh, Broad City. There's I uh, I think a season five episode that's like a flashback episode to around this time, mm-hmm. like two thousand four, five, six ish era. Mm-hmm. And Alana Glazer has like uh, straightened <laughs> her beautiful curls, hair, yeah. oh, <laughs> and there's a whole like comment on how 
that was just the standard thing everybody did at the time. I remember there was a funny picture from Gay Pride Portland one year where four of us had our flat irons plugged in at the same time and they were all <laughs> eating next to each other on the bathroom counter. It was oh, really God. a dark time for fashion. Yeah, I remember flat ironing my hair and my God, I guess I did it into high school too. I will say <laughs> I did pull it off and I think you could probably pull it off too, Evan. Oh, no. I pulled it off really well. If Sailor reminds me, I will... Um, submit to the Degrassi Instagram a picture of my emo hair, which was pretty great. That's nice. I will I will not be doing this. Uh, <laughs> That's good too. Uh, so, also, Dylan packed way too much for a college dorm. He, he had so many boxes. I don't know how big's the dorm. I don't know. It, I mean, I assume it's like a, a classic dorm where it's like you're sharing it with someone. But don't you think it's better because it's Canada? <laughs> Mm, they didn't look better. We <laughs> see those dorms. Yeah, I guess so. Um, they look like dorms. Um, I don't think this is like a, a Norway situation where it's like, wow, the prisoners are living really well. Um, <laughs> so um, I love how Paige is also, did you notice she's carrying a box that's labeled Little, little things. things. Oh, cinema. Ooh, <laughs> what are the little things? You know what? You can't let the little things stop you. You just got to hold them and keep on going. But what are they? What's in this box? What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? What if it was Gwyneth Paltrow's head in that box? <laughs> I said dildos, but uh, good good answer. Do you think Dylan likes little dildos? Is that your conjecture? <laughs> I think that's... I, no, I think that's his <laughs> he pet d- term. He doesn't like a big one. He likes a lot of little ones. <laughs> so we can add. <laughs> Let's supplement. Okay, Anal beads. Little sure. things. I think that's what he calls... That's his pet term for his we, sex toys. We are in, little things. We are in scene two, babe. We gotta... So we're in scene three. Okay, so <laughs> Get it together. Then I'm not worried anymore. Uh, so Spinner is still acting like a little baby. Yeah. He sucks in this scene. Uh, because he can't get alone time with Paige. And so she assures him that things will change after the trial is over. And so we're getting we're getting this sense that this trial is really weighing on her and it's been affecting their relationship since yes. she got the news. Mm-hmm. So well, more to come on that front. But uh, but when Paige goes to pick up the pizza for the gang, on her way back, she runs into who else but Dean. Not Dean. Because this is the only college that exists. Not Dean. In Canada. <laughs> Okay, so Dean, one of the most despicable characters in Degrassi history. I think that's easy to say. Sure, yeah. Um, wonderfully well acted. So shout out to this actor. I don't have his name in front of me. It's kind of a thankless role to play someone so completely vile. But I also think it's really hard to do so without coming off like a cartoon villain. And he feels very grounded. And I think that's what makes him scary. I think yeah. Dean is a very believable, scary villain. He's, he's, he looks like a... Sh- he seems like a chauvinistic asshole. Oh, I've met so many people like this. I've dated a few people a, a <laughs> lot like this. Um, he's he's truly awful. Just one of the worst people. And of course, he is uh, pledging for a fraternity. Yes. <laughs> very in <laughs> the, line. The universal symbol for, for rapists. Yes. Joining a fraternity. <laughs> I mean, he's already raped someone, so he should be well on his way to I know. getting through. Yeah, I think he'll, he's going to fit right in. <laughs> right in, right in the Greek system. Oof. <laughs> oh, God. Did you, have, did you have Greek life at your uh, no, college? No, but I will say my uh, I lived in a, uh, a dorm for one semester at University of Washington, and I didn't enjoy it, and I spent all my time just driving back to the suburbs to stay at my parents' house or crashing with some of the men I was sleeping with on Capitol Hill. But 
basically I spent like two or three nights a week in the dorm tops, like on a standard week. So I eventually just got an off campus apartment instead. My mom was like, you need to just stop coming home all the time. (laughs) So we're going to get you this apartment. It was right across the street from three frats. Like I was surrounded. Oh, really? I was surrounded by frats. And every single, not even just weekend night, like most weeknights as well, pounding music coming from right next door. I lived there for like three years. I don't know how I did it. Just like bad, like I I think it would be like um, Lil John around that time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like kind of that kind of like. I don't know. That was Usher a, was Usher blaring. I'm sure there was some Usher in there, but like I kind of like Usher. It was I more. Like, it, yeah. it was kind of like the more aggressively annoying hip hop of the time. So not like Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit wasn't playing. I'm sure the frats sometimes played Limp Bizkit, but no I think new metal. I think you put on um, you put on Lil Jon like when the ladies are coming over. You know, <laughs> nothing to, they don't want to. The ladies to love being serenaded by Lil yes. Jon. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get them in the mood. <laughs> So Dean notices Paige, and so he talks to her about the trial, and he basically engages in a witness intimidation. Oh, come on, Donald Trump, uh, speaking of rapists. Uh, and he's Yeah, like, I said it. <laughs> period. Yeah, I said it. That's right. So did, so did the fucking New York Civil Court or whatever. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it's a real thing. <laughs> so he tells her how, like, their families and partners will have to hear all the unsavory details of that night. Yes. And um, how she could just not show up in court and, you know, put it behind them. Yeah. So this would uh, definitely get him found in contempt of court. <laughs> yes. Um, if it ever came to light that this oh, happened. Oh, yeah. If she, ha- if she was wearing a wire, uh, she's got to wear a wire for the rest of the episode. And she, it, there, she needed a witness <laughs> in that yeah. moment. Um, so Paige walks away, but is clearly shaken by this encounter. She's bothered. I would be, too. She's bothered. She's pressed. So, meanwhile... It's a new school year at Degrassi. And this was exciting. I was like, ooh, yay, everyone's here. Everyone's this hair is, looks like it's shit. It's fun. <laughs> we, we briefly catch up on the love lives of the grade 10s yes. very quickly. Okay, so you say it, and then I'll say okay. my thoughts on okay. it. Okay, so we just do it like, bum, bum, bum. So first, Emma and Chris broke up in July. Toby and Kendra broke up in August. Liberty and Towers broke up over Labor Day. Um, And also note... uh. Kendra, this is the last time she will ever be mentioned, <laughs> and she is not seen ever again. Uh, d- let's write off three POC characters in fifteen seconds. Chris comes. Chris is not written off yet. He does come back. I he forgot. Does. Okay, that makes me feel a little better about it, but it was still pretty heinous. <laughs> yeah. Does Towers come back? I don't. Know. I don't think he does. I don't know if he. I, because I think next time we see the candy bandits, it's I think more he's of a solidified group. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's there. I can't. I can't remember. But I do we'll, know that Chris. We'll comes find back. out. Chris so, does come back. Yeah. So this is the summer of heartbreak, of course. And um, I don't know. I think it's funny because it's like this is usually a high school relationship play out, right? They just fizzle. Sure. Like, I just didn't. This exposition was so sweaty. I hated this. But I liked that. No, it's just kind of funny because they're like because they're both because they're like they do it like one by one. Emma's like. We broke up, and he's like, "Sorry, we broke up." This, sorry, and then, and then Liberty they didn't gives... see each other all summer. This is the thing that bothers me. It's like maybe they wouldn't have seen Liberty, but well, everyone Toby, hates Toby. Every, so. They would see each other. They are always running into each other. Toby is everywhere. You cannot get away from Toby. Well, they also he would already know up. about Chris. Well, they broke up. Maybe he recently. doesn't know about Towers, but he knows about Chris. I thought this was funny. I hated it. Okay, let's continue. I don't think you can hate I, this. I warned you that every single 
attempt at levity was a dud for me. It I was, just think it's it was nice a problem. to show that like relationships. It kept can this be... episode from being great for me. I just like think it's nice to see that like relationships can end, and it's you know it's totally undramatic. This is how high school relationships are. Usually, it's just like I'm fine whatever. with that. I just didn't think it was funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then Paige shows up and gets her uh, outfit complimented, and I was like, "Girl, are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's wearing a very pink ensemble. It's, it's um, like um, clueless via Barbie kind of. Yeah. So it's like I think it's like it almost looks like a quilted uh, pink and various shades of pink and like white um, blazer. And there's like a weird like pearl, pink pearls, not pearls. They're not real. Pearls. They're not real pearls. Uh, beaded course. necklaces long beaded necklaces but they're just loose everywhere with they're some, going all willy-nilly with some boot cut jeans the jeans were rough um i hate and this ellie ellie of all people is like great outfit um <laughs> and matching pink eyeshadow which i think is really important to mention okay because she's yes. also wearing it with her next outfit yes. she's wearing horrible monstrous eyeshadow for this entire episode <laughs> and it was really hard uh but alex alex who is hanging out with ellie is like Fuck Paige's drag. <laughs> yeah, fuck her drag. I will say, sparks are flying already. The instant that yeah. Alex and Paige. Alex is being a total cunt to yeah. Paige, and I'm like, ooh. Look, I'm sorry, this is probably one of the relationships we have heavily spoiled the most, is well, Paige and Alex, but we can't not talk about it. This is an electric couple. This is, this is, simply, <laughs> this is simply chemistry. This is a couple Bounce. for the ages. Yes. Romeo and Juliet, Kate and Leopold, Luke and Leia. <laughs> Luke and <Wait>. Leia. <laughs> You're like, Kate, Princess Kate, is Kate valid. and Jack from Lost. Did they get together? Cersei and Jamie. <laughs> All the greats. Paige and Alex. The, at the very top of the heap. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. That's nice. Um, so, we see that JT and Manny, your faves, are love still going strong. I love it. Yeah, and, and Manny looks so cute. This outfit is not school appropriate, and we love that. <laughs> it never has been. We love that, Manny. Um, <laughs> and then we even get an early cameo of Liberty's little brother, I was shocked Danny. that we saw him so early. Yeah, it's a little early bird cameo. And, he's and we're a, not told that it's no, Liberty's brother yet. No, but he's uh, putting the moves on Manny. He sexually <laughs> harasses Fanny. Yes, it's very Fanny. impressive. <laughs> He calls her Fanny. No, you called her Fanny. I said Fanny? You just said Fanny. I think I said Manny. I don't know. Roll the, back the Check ca- the tape, Roll back y'all. the tape. Check the tape. <laughs> so, so that's, that's enough ketchup. So then we are... Well, I, I would like some mustard then. All right. Okay. <laughs> Go back to the drawing board on that one. Great um, joke. Great finally, joke. <laughs> we are introduced to our B-plot for this episode, when Craig, who... Also has terrible hair. It looks so bad. And it's, this is what I was talking about earlier, where it's so short, but also straight. This is a flat, this is a flat iron incident also. But like, how do you even fit that amount of hair between the flat iron? It is so short. Well, it's short in the front, but then like long in the back, but sort of like pointed up. It's awful. Like, it, it looks like a strange anime haircut. looks like Eon Flux or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually is giving Eon Flux. actually looks like Eon Flux. <laughs> um, so... Okay, so Craig but actually looks like Trinity Craig, from the Matrix. I kind of know she it. does not. She uh, looks pretty good. So Craig finds his locker <laughs> decorated for his birthday, and shortly after this, he bumps into Ashley. Um, you like Ashley's hair? I like it. I okay. So do you know about a fuck ass Bob? 
Okay, I won't get is into it. Is this Bob the Drag Queen's other previous No, <laughs> this is a, like, a TikTok phenomenon, or I guess it's a, it's a social media phenomenon, where it's like, you describe a character's haircut, a certain kind of bob, as a fuck-ass bob. I've never heard this. I think this might qualify as a fuck-ass bob. I kind of like it. I like that it's wet. <laughs> I like that she just goes <laughs> and dunks her hair in the water I fountain every couple minutes. I don't know if it's flattering for, like, her face shape i don't know sure i just it's giving me like kind of clea duvall lesbian vibes and i think that's why i'm responding to it positively yeah that's fair yeah i don't like i don't hate it she's not the she's certainly it's not the worst victim no, 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 of, no, 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 no. of this we can Thanos all agree snap. she's in the upper echelon yes. of the new hair she's definitely s <laughs> tier of f tier she's fs um, i can agree with that happily so after this very brief awkward encounter craig wonders if ashley was the one who decorated his locker but no which is was, an insane it, thing to think yeah because it was literally like it's like an illustrated picture of him and like <laughs> and it's like that would be crazy if that were her yeah that would um, be a complete but he seems to like want he's like kind of hoping it's her but so yeah no it's marco (laughs) marco so um also what is marco wearing do you remember this this? yes it it was like a blues brothers halloween costume it was Uh, the (laughs) ugliest suit i've ever seen well like a horrible like blaze like a it looked like the top part was a suit and then he's wearing boot also boot cut jeans of course also boot cut jeans jeans. and then like a a a boot and also boots and also boots boots with i don't know he he looks like a terrible agent that would appear in entourage he looks like he's in a school play playing an agent oh and terrible sunglasses oh my god the sunglasses are awful the douchebaggiest the oakley era of sunglasses in like full effect these are awful awful shades I top boot of the week. Um, <laughs> top boot, I agree. Uh, sorry, Honestly, Marco. later on we see Marco and he's wearing like a hat, and I'm like, this is better because at least we're covering up some of the issues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next, just yeah, lead, lead. We need a lead veil for this man. <laughs> so meanwhile, Spinner is deliberating between putting up Mandy Moore or Hillary Duff in his locker. Really weird because it's 2004. But also, are like. I don't think that's appropriate. I think, wouldn't it be like Carmen Electra or Pamela Anderson? I remember when I was this age, the kids were always like into older women with big old boobs. That's just maybe the boys at my high school. <laughs> so you don't think Mandy Moore or Hillary Duff have big enough boobs? I don't look at their chests very often, if I'm being honest. So I can't comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think whatever boob size they have, great for them. I'm a feminist. I watched Barbie in the theaters opening weekend. You were there. Yep. <laughs> you did. You, you showed up. I showed up. I'm a show up queen. I show you what I mean. Uh, so tough choice for Spinner. But uh, then Paige shows up and tells Spinner. Much like I did. That's right. Mm-hmm. Paige and you showing up. Showing up. Um, doing the damn thing. Yep. Um, except she's not going to do the damn thing. She's she not. says she's not going on the witness stand. And Spinner storms off. Um. And makes it all about him and seemingly breaks up with Paige yes. in this moment. Very brief shout out to Jimmy for having no style issues. <laughs> Just looks the same. <laughs> I I mean, yeah. He looks good. That's fine. Let's continue. Uh, so <laughs> his hair looks the same. His, that's uh, what I'm saying. Just don't <laughs> fuck with it. It's not uh, broken. I feel like what happens in between these seasons is they're like, a summer went by. Like, we have to show that time passed. We have to show that this is a I new I do love era. that, though. I love, like, what are the, what are and these... And then they shoehorn a bad hairstyle. And I love that, because I'm like, what are these crazy kids going to show up looking like? <laughs> it's like, how bad is it going to go? Is it going to be a success? You never know. It almost never is. Almost never is, but maybe 
But even if it's not, oh, I, I love the thrill. The thrill of knowing what these people look like between seasons. So, um, so Paige chases after Spinner and mm-hmm. tries to convince them that she's moved on. Calls and, him Gavin, which I was like, whoa. <laughs> I know, when she brings out the, the Gavin, you know, it's, it's serious. It's like getting middle named. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, and then she says, and this is weird, she says, it was just one night almost three years ago? There's some sort of futzing with the timeline, like it's earlier in the year. This but that does doesn't not make sense. sense. This makes no sense. No, because the timeline doesn't make sense. Because, okay, so season two, she is a freshman, and that episode occurs, like, into the season. It's like nine episodes into the season. So it would be, le- I think they like, thought it was slightly more than two years instead of being slightly less than two years, which is what it actually is. So they yeah. round it up instead of down. And they round it up by like... A year. <laughs> by like, like a year. You're, that's like saying, a day, it's like a day after it's been two years and you're like, it's been over, it's been nearly three years. It's like, you, well, no, it's just been two years. Round down. Round down. Yeah. Um. So... <laughs> the math isn't mathing, but whatever, it's fine. So Paige tells Spinner that she wants to have some alone time, just the two of them, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. and Spinner is thrilled. Yes. Meanwhile, Craig and Joey and Angela are all watching a video message that Caitlin has recorded. This was so depressing. And sent to them from a soundstage that we are calling Thailand. <laughs> um... This where she wishes him a happy birthday. And she says, uh, Kap- Kapkunka, I believe she says. No, she says Sawadika. I can't remember what she I think says. It's yeah, she says Sawadika. But this was the most incredibly depressing video. She looks like she's about to cry the whole time. <laughs> it feels like it's like a hostage situation and like the terrorists were like, okay, pretend that everything's good and send a me- send a birthday message like you're supposed to, or they're gonna get suspicious. She also has a haircut. She also got a haircut. I think that actually looks good, though. Well, she... Look, I say a lot of mean things about her acting. She's a beautiful lady, and I think this shows off her features well. So, yeah, she's she's good. I think a pixie cut looks great on her. I think she looks great with a pixie, and I'll also say I've talked shit about her acting in the past. Actress who plays Caitlin Ryan. If your intention with this scene was to look like you were in some sort of hostage situation, you nailed it. I loved it. A weird scene. A, a strange, very weird scene. A it strange... looked, it's, I felt like we were watching Black Mirror. They were like... <laughs> I mean, to be clear, so she is, uh, of course, in Thailand because she's like on this, like, you know, trip for AIDS. Because whatever. of the events yeah. of the previous yeah, because finale. of the... Yes, exactly. Um, so Joey gives Craig his birthday present, starting with the big one. Mm-hmm. A check for 10 grand from his father's estate. Courtesy of Anastasia Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will stop talking about Drag Race. <laughs> That's right. Wait, no, what was the sponsor last season? Uh, uh, Snapchat, I don't know. Not, Cash App. <laughs> no, not, uh, oh, but yeah, I guess it was Cash Wasn't there one that was like, oh, Sunday Riley. I was going to say what Boots. What is Sunday Riley? I was going to say that? Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Yeah. <laughs> like, the That's film director. Oh, yeah, it's courtesy of Boots Riley. <laughs> he loves Drag Race. Loves I, it. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, so Craig is shocked to have received this gift, um, which is the same amount that Bibi Zahara Benet won on the first oh season God, stop of Stop It. <laughs> we have to talk about Degrassi, not Drag Race. Uh, you're the one who keeps doing you're it. You're the one. <laughs> no, you. Um, that was also from Drag Race. No, you're the one. That's she who must not be named in Untucked. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, So back with Paige and Spinner. Spage, as they are called. Spage. They're trying to get intimate, but Paige has a literal trauma trigger episode, and so she lashes out at Spinner. 
you know, we're getting the whole like flashback. And this was effective. The, this yeah. was very like this was heavy. I bought it. Really good acting all around by Lauren Collins. Lauren Collins is great for both of these two parts. Yes. Yes. Um, and Spinner, you know, always have issues with his acting a little bit. Some of his delivery is bad. Is bad, but a better episode for him. He's, I think he's just he's getting of, better. I think he's believably sort of like because obviously he like he is a doofus, and the show yeah. knows he's a doofus. Well, and maybe like, he plays that as sort of like a clumsy doof trying, like sort of like stumbling and trying to find. I think yeah, that's why I like best. the dramatic scenes better. I actually think he's a better dramatic actor than he is a comedic actor, and they're always trying to give him little funny lines, mm. and he doesn't know how to say them, because I think he has trouble learning that many words or something. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think Shane Kippel's <laughs> actually... I think Shane Kippel has certainly improved leaps and bounds from, like, season two. Shane Kippel, come on the show, but please don't listen to any of the previous episodes and all of the horrible things that's said about you. stop being a hater. Do you want guests on or not? No... I'd rather say everything I want to say. Okay. So she decides, Paige decides after this episode that she has to testify in court. And Spinner tells her that he'll be there for her. Aww. Yeah. That's kind of nice. So at school, Ashley apologizes to Craig for their weird encounter and how she wants to be friends again. Yeah, I kind of like this icebreaker. This felt, like, real. This yeah. felt, like, both of these characters... True to both of the characters. It felt like, you know... They are both mature. People trying... Exactly. Trying to mature. Trying yeah. to let bygones be bygones. And so he... Craig tells her about the check from his dad. And I like this because, obviously, Ashley, like, knew his dad. Do you think a, that's a why level. she decided to be friends with him again? Because that was she... when she really locked in. She was like, $10,000? <laughs> that's literally when she sat down. She was like, do you know what you could do with $10,000 fucking dollars? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, I, I found it. I found my man. <laughs> yeah, I want to I am going to cash in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, so he tells her about the check from his dad, and then he doesn't want it. He's going to rip it up, because, you know, Which is fuck his dad. That's stupid. Um, right? Don't do that. Yeah, and Ashley's like, uh, no, you gotta spend that dead dad money. You gotta spend the dead dad. Dead money. dad money does not grow on trees. It doesn't. It grows out of the ground. <laughs> I like it's the grave. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, so I like that we're revisiting Craig's relationship with his dad because you know this hasn't come up in a long time, mm-hmm. and it really won't come up. I don't think much in the future. Um, but I don't know. It seems it's kind of odd because like his negative feelings have really calcified <laughs> and like it's weird because like at the end of season two you know we get that ep- moment with terry where it's like you loved your dad yeah down and it's like he's kind of like no oh, fuck my dad i actually hated him um I think, interesting i think both can be true like, that's true <laughs> that's true people contain multitudes i yes craig especially he contained spider-man and green day and, I, <laughs> and Ashley does say, like, she was like, hey, maybe your dad was, you know, trying to make it. This is his way of making amends, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like, this, this, this is good. You know, there's, there's a lot. There's I bought things. all of this. I liked all of this. This is some of Ashley at her most likable. I liked all of this. Yes. So Paige and her mom, who does not have a Ukrainian accent. Yeah. So that thing where she answered the phone with a Ukrainian a, accent made no sense officially. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is a retcon or if it was just. Well, to be, fair, doing a thing, to be fair, to be fair, maybe maybe Miss Michael Chuck does some code switching, and she's like, "I'm amongst my Ukrainian friends." And she's like, "All right, now <laughs> let's go." And then she's like, "Oh, hello," because <laughs> she's at you Let- know she's at the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, you know, Ukrainians yeah, around. Right, yeah. Gonna talk like a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so they're up at they they show up at court along with Spinner, and Paige is dressed in a very smart ensemble. Speaking like a- of the way people are dressed. <laughs> 
Did you see this fucking sci-fi man in the weird robes? Oh, the court ro- the, the, the lawyer. The, uh, yeah, the attorney, yeah. Look, I'm sorry, Evan. I hate to do this to you on the season premiere, but we gotta hit the most Canadian moment bumper for that. Literally, I'm sorry. No, yeah? Literally when <laughs> he turned around, first of all, I thought it was the judge. So I was like, why is the judge being so friendly? With On the Paige steps Mom? of yeah. this courthouse? But then I was like, oh no, this is the lawyer. And the lawyers in Canada apparently wear these weird Battlestar Galactica sci-fi robes with like huge collar lapel thingies. Mm. You thought that was normal? I just assumed, I mean, it is a Commonwealth thing. You know, like, because in really? England, they, like, wear wigs and shit. They still wear wigs? I think so. If you are a British judge, write into the show and tell us about your wig situation. They only wear I, hard, Judges only wear hard maybe I, so I, who are they to I judge? Am, I am, like, fairly... <laughs> that's the I funniest thing I've ever said, wig, Evan, you were, the... you were trying to glaze over it, but that's the funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> Judges only wear hard fronts, so who are they to judge? Let's just get it clean. <laughs> Funniest thing I ever said. <laughs> Let's continue. Okay, so... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about Paige's outfit? <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> no, it's like a kind of dowdy pinstripe gray. And I, with I'm like s- purple accents i'm sorry Paige. this eyeshadow is maybe fun for a night out but it is not appropriate it for was court. very it was a lot it is heavy court. yeah and no you wonder also... she got slut shamed <laughs> stop it stop <laughs> it but seriously on a serious note you shouldn't be matching your eyeshadow to your outfit wasn't it like green and purple wasn't there like a lot of going on there was a lot going on i thought it was just pink but maybe there was some like smoky at the base i, I mean she should be a youtuber she clearly <laughs> has the skill set this is some of the worst makeup i've seen on the show <laughs> i'm sorry oh my god I, that, I, that out of the way let's get to her struggles <laughs> <laughs> the, her other struggles yes. her non-makeup um, related struggles so Paige urges spinner to go home because she doesn't want him to hear all the you know the the details. Yeah, and I get it. But he assures her that he's not going anywhere. Which is sweet. That's nice. Good moment. That's nice. Yeah. So, we're okay, so we're officially at the trial, and we're... Oh, in... I do want to say, again, very serious subject matter, but I just have to point out a funny line. No, please. She says, it's going to keep playing over and over in the VCR in your brain, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. That was a very interesting metaphor. Because DVDs, first of all, already exist. And she keeps going, and she says... Play, pause, rewind, play, pause, yes. play, play pause, rewind. Go back 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop, yeah, stop, stop, go back. Stop, uh, go yeah, back. yeah, 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 slow-mo. Record. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I so. like that. It was very like Britney Spears email my heart energy. It's like, <laughs> this is a very instantly antiquated metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good that's yeah important important point to make yes um so trial trial court. we're in the trial dun, dun. yes and the judge is wearing a different silly robe yes it's very of course different. the judge wears the most bespoke silly robe the silliest of them all and that's how you know she's in charge yeah it's just a commonwealth thing you know i think they do the same thing i like, keep saying that like i'm gonna know what that means the Commonwealth. i understand the british commonwealth but th- i'm just supposed to know all of their judges wear silly robes yes because the british wear silly robe but you didn't know they wore lace or hard fronts <laughs> well i know that 
I look. The judges here used to wear the hard fronts, and now they don't. And they so still, I just figured it also got phased still out there. Still do. Is if that you, what the Revolutionary War you, was about? If you watch a fish called Wanda, they he was wearing a wig. I have not seen it. Oh really? No. Oh, it's so good. Where does it take place? Australia. Wait, at uh, England. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I like her. She's great. I like her. All right, so. <laughs> We also get, if you notice, there's like a Queen Elizabeth II jump scare because her painting is hanging. I did not see that. but Because it's the funny. Commonwealth. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's a king behind the judge. That's so you're very like, scary. Ah. Yeah. Um, it's like in... Um, R.I.P. It's like in shows... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like in shows where you see like uh, George W. Bush behind like the authority figure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very alarming. So on the witness stand, Paige is grilled by Dean's lawyer who... Basically trots out the usual victim-blaming, slut-shaming oh. rhetoric. Yeah. She the, wanted it. This was very rough. This yeah. Was, this was hard for Paige to hear, and I was proud of her when she stood up for herself at the end of the testimony. Yeah. So then she well, she outright asks Paige, how many sexual partners have you had? Mm -hmm. Which, of course, uh, the prosecution's like, uh, objection. Yeah. Uh, but Paige is like, you know what? No, I will answer this one. Yeah. And she tells her that this was her only sexual experience. And certainly not how she would have chosen to lose her virginity. Yes. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, that is not a cliche moment. That is a cool, original, earned character moment where Paige dem literally demands to have her power back. And that's all working for me. All the dramatic stuff in this episode is, like, top-tier Degrassi. All the fucking little jokes are shitty. <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're bad. Uh, well, her testimony seems to certainly rattle Dean's lawyer, mm -hmm. so that's She's important. Like, oh, fuck. She's like, damn. <laughs> I fucked up asking She did not come one. to play. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, Craig and Ashley are going on a shopping spree. Yeah. And Ashley suggests the crybaby wah-wah pedal. Can I just say, I used to play guitar in my room in the suburbs. I was never very good at it. But I did have a Wawa pedal, and goddamn, would I just fucking play power chords with my Wawa pedal for hours it's and so, hours? No, that sounds so fun. It's very fun. <laughs> I remember I got my dad a crybaby Wawa pedal for Christmas one year, and so this made me. I was like, oh, oh, that's aww. very sweet. Yeah, he Good really memory. liked. He really liked it. So oh, I didn't know your dad played guitar. He did. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he he had so many god. Um. Did not have this for... Oh, well, wait, we'll get to it. Um, oh, yeah, no, we'll see. <laughs> so then Craig makes an insensitive joke about how he made Ashley cry enough last cry, year. Cry, baby, wah, wah. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. And I'm like, Craig, you fucking dumbass. I mean, I sort of see where Craig's coming from. Sometimes I'm like, I know I shouldn't make this joke right now, but the wordplay is just so strong <laughs> that I have to do it. I have to say it out loud. Okay. Gesture's privilege, I suppose. I, I, relate, um, I, I related to Craig in this moment. Uh, well, <laughs> Ashley is not amused. No. Um, for good reason reason but yeah. then they find a vintage 69 stratocaster 69 babe worth four grand and craig is like sold yep so um that's fun it is fun i would buy lots of little things instead of spending like half of it on one object but that's just me i mean when you're 17 i would buy lots of little things and keep them in a box <laughs> that was labeled little, little, little thing <laughs> yep. just lots of little dildos yep <laughs> Micro penises. You know what? I don't like one dildo. I like a hundred little ones. <laughs> I chain them together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. When you're 17, you don't have like any real concept of money. I don't think. I guess. So. But he also does know that more money's coming. So I also. Kind right. Of so he's also that. like, hey, whatever. May as well. I kind of understand. Live a little. 
Sure. And Ashley's, you know, fully in- enabling this behavior. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's fine. Uh, so back at court. Do you think Craig is being financially domed by Ashley right now? <laughs> 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 they're, they're in a sick psychosexual relationship. Been domed. Yeah. Been domed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look up financial domination if you're not familiar. I think there's a slut oh, over episode about I it. I think these perverts are familiar. Um, <laughs> Everyone who listens to this show is a pervert. And that, we know that's it. That's right. And we love you. For it. Don't stop. You're hey, keep birds of a feather. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so back at court. Are you alright? No. Okay. Let's go. Okay, so back at court, the judge is back with a verdict already. Uh I'm surprised they had a verdict like the same day as mm. witness testimony. Um, and also apparently there's not a jury in this situation. Civil but, case, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a civil case? I think so. But I felt like there were, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know anything about Canada. If it were, uh, yeah, it makes sense if it's, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how our justice system works, so I certainly <laughs> don't know how the Canadian justice system works. Um, but despite Paige's searing testimony, due to lack of evidence and witnesses, the judge dismisses the case and Dean is free to go. And Paige is devastated. Devastating. This was a gut punch and the... What's the, what's a bad cherry on top? The the evil cherry on top of this the evil, evil Sunday yeah. was when Dean gave the little wink over his lawyer. Oh, that was so gross. That was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. Ugh. Yeah, it's I mean it's obviously you know Degrassi is doing a verisimilitude here with like you know rape cases IRL very hard to con very hard to convict. Um, yeah. and this survey did prepare her for this outcome yes. or tried to you know. So this isn't unexpected, but it still is, you know, it's a shock nonetheless. Yes. And that's the end of part one, right? That's right. Now we are shockingly over time, but I'm not too worried because I have slightly less to say about the the next half, just because I think it's all really good. And I think we can just comment on how well done it is. Yeah, we can stop uh, lingering on all the bad haircuts because we already talked about them (laughs) all. We talked about them all. (laughs) So in the interest of uh, tradition, let's go ahead and take a four second break and we'll come back at you with God in the Machine part two or Ghost whatever. in the Machine. <laughs> Deus Ex Machina part two. We'll be right back. Part two. So why is it called Ghost in the Machine? I'm sorry. I don't know, because they made an album, so I don't even have, like, a song. Usually, like, I, like, you know, I'll, like, yes. listen to the song, and I'll be like, oh, okay, like, this is how they came out. I don't out. blame you for not listening to the whole album. I didn't listen to the whole That's album. That's a lot. I, no, of course not. So, um, I don't know, is my answer. <laughs> it seems, it I mean, seems... I know what the concept of Ghost in the Machine is, but I don't really know what it, how it applies to them. What? What is it? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, historically, it means sort of, like, your soul is, like, apart from your body. So oh. your body is the machine, oh. and your soul is, like, a ghost within it, as opposed to, like, you know, so it's, it's, like, the idea that, like, the soul is, like, a, an innate thing that is, like, separate from your physical okay. form. I guess that could have something. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with this. Because she's dissociating? <laughs> she's leaving her body? I don't know. Um, yeah. It's pretty weird. Part two. It's a bit of a stretch. Let's continue. Part two. <laughs> Marco comes over to invite Paige to a college party um, at, you know, Dylan's college. Mm-hmm. And he tries to comfort her following the verdict. And we get this little callback to, like, when he was gay bashed. And, you know, so he tries to, you know, commiserate with her over, you know, feelings of injustice. Right? Yeah. And this is another great example of the show's history benefiting the actual moment-to-moment drama. And right. I thought it was good. Right. 
Callbacks. So many callbacks. And again, he was wearing a beanie, so that horrible, horrible hair was covered <sighs> up, and yeah. he looked a little bit better. I don't remember what he was wearing, but I'm sure it was it, less he's heinous. Wearing, he's always wearing browns. Why is he always wearing browns? I don't know. Nothing could be more heinous than what he was wearing in the first No, school, it was a step so. up from that fucking Blues Brothers cosplay. <laughs> I hated that. So we cut to the party, and it is loud. It um, is. Do you know I, the song? <laughs> no, do you? No, I, but it goes pow, pow, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, it, that one. And I thought it was really funny because, spoiler alert, they go to another party in a little bit, and the, the song there just goes bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> they love onomatopoeias. It's, it's all onomatopoeias. It's all onomatopoeia. Yeah. <laughs> we can't learn words, <laughs> we can only uh. know sounds. <laughs> I feel like college parties are always portrayed as these, like, hedonistic bacchanals yeah. like whenever it's like a high school showing like you go to college and it's like oh my god we're in the wild i'm not gonna lie i had friends in the greek system so i've been to my fair share of frat parties for a non-frat member and this depiction is not that far off oh yeah it seemed about right I, I it's just it's just a bunch of young people who probably shouldn't be drinking as much as they're drinking crammed into a huge house and that's what i saw on screen yeah, just loud music, lots of warm bodies, and the overflowing rivers of alcohol, yep. it seems. Um, I went to, like, one frat party, I think, in, like, the entire time I was in high, uh, college. And it was, I feel like it was, like, kind of, like, on the come down already at that point. Mm-hmm. It was also, like, I was a senior at that point. Um, so they were also, I think, over the their, you know, party yeah. days, kind of. Um, it was not like this. The one across the street from me had a stripper pole. That was kind of fun. Oh my god. I didn't feel like I could play around on it, though, because they would call me a faggot. They were going to do that anyway, though. No, I was with my straight friends. They left me alone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, I would have rather just not gone there, but <laughs> it's nice that they didn't call me a faggot I remember, while I was there. <laughs> I remember at that college, that the one frat party that I went to, I uh, got into like a debate over Ayn Rand. <laughs> With, at a frat party. <laughs> at a frat party, yeah. That's I got, the most perfect thing I, that could happen. Because I was, like, party. talking shit about Ayn Rand, because obviously. Obviously. Um, and he was like, what's wrong with Ayn Rand? And I was like, well, here's... And so I just got into a debate over Ayn Rand. That's all. I, and then I got really drunk and I threw up. Um, mm. Mm, mm. Thank you, Jane. Shout out to Jane, because she helped me when I was drunk. She was my... She was, like, my one sorority, my G- Greek friend. Jane Galt? Uh, Yes. You get it? It's the Atlas Shrugged reference. Oh, is, I never read that. I've read the Wikipedia of it. I don't, I've never read it, of course. I've only read Anthem, because I had to at night. There's the long speech at the end by John Galt. And don't you oh. remember the trailers when they tried to make a trilogy, but they were only able to make two of them? No, and that's the, funny, though. the trailer's always like, who is John Galt? Like, that was their tagline that they were trying to, like, be the, like, I don't know. What's the Hunger Games tagline? Be free, mocking Jay. Um, uh, happy Hunger Games. Happy Hunger Games. No, no, no. What's on the poster? No, may the odds be ever in your favor. There you go. That's exactly. Not a, that's on the poster. No, that's a, but that is the that's the tag. Okay, Chad Michaels. Okay, yeah. Chad Michaels. Um, <laughs> so pow, pow, boom, <laughs> boom. You're so dumb. Anyway, I love this um, song. okay. I love it. <laughs> so Paige is clearly not feeling this party. It's not her vibe, and then she like shoves this random girl in yeah, the hallway for no reason for no reason bumps into her and she's like 
Hmm. Yeah, she's just being very aggro because she's projecting her emotions. And then, like, Hazel comes out to, like, comfort this random girl. That was so funny. And the girl is, like, sobbing she looks, on like, the distraught. floor. She's, like, She's, like, why did she push me? You got pushed up against the wall for, like, a second, girl. I mean, like, she's, like, really drunk, so yeah. she's emotional, clearly, uh, yeah. in her feelings. And then <laughs> Paige switches and starts flirting with college boys. Mm, mm-hmm. And, like, even does the thing where she's, like, oh, here's a shot. It's in my boobies. A shot in her boobies. And, and, she's, like, and the lemon slice in the, her mouth. The lime slice. Yeah. It was a lemon. Was it a lemon? It was yellow. It was a lime. First of all, they're the same fruit. Second of all, it was. Yeah. They're literally not the same fruit. Yes, they are. Evan. No, they are literally not. Evan, I need you to go on Google when we're done with this episode and learn about how right limes now. and lemons are the same fucking thing. <laughs> I I know we should cut this out, but I I'm more excited to see Evan's reaction in real time. <laughs> lemons are a different fruit. What no, are you they talking are about? not. <laughs> it's just riper. Start green and they turn yellow. That's why in Spanish it's one word, limon. <laughs> Lim- limes and lemons are in fact two separate species of citrus fruits. No. <laughs> okay. Do your research. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do your research. I haven't. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Leave it all in, Brimp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Paige and Spinner enter. Uh, oh, yeah. So Spinner intervenes because he's like, stop flirting with my girlfriend yeah and get that lemon out of your mouth yeah you fucking (laughs) lime um so Paige and spinner enter a random dorm room random dorm room was this that's it i didn't think of that yeah i guess they're just in some random person's dorm room it's like because i was like is it supposed to be dylan's i I guess it could be dylan could be but i think because the whole thing is dylan can get them into these parties so maybe this party is at his frat is Dylan in a frat? No, it's just a dorm. This is just a dorm building. But then they oh. enter a random dorm room in this dorm building. It must be Dylan's. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, which is funny, because then Paige, like, proceeds to try to have sex with Spinner mm-hmm. in this random dorm. Yeah. It may or may not belong to Dylan. And she's it acting... To Dylan. Mm-hmm. We, we should say she's acting, like, manic. She's acting very out of oh, character. Oh, yeah, no. So she is basically having a breakdown. Yeah. And, you know, she, like, you know, talks about how, like, everyone knows she's a slut now. And how, you know you know spinner doesn't want her because you know dean got there first just like spiraling she's spiraling she's saying things that she doesn't mean that aren't true um and then uh page in a very uh a sad moment says that you know page went upstairs that night with dean and didn't come back down Ooh, that was that was maybe the line of the episode that was really rough Mm. and her acting again just really consistent this whole episode but this scene in particular was heartbreaking great Re- yeah. really really good stuff yeah lauren collins you're here are your flowers yes we love you <laughs> uh i still can't help but feel like season three kind of did this whole plot thread like a disservice by not ever like bringing it up i kind of don't mind that it like it's this thing from her past that's coming back you yeah, know? I guess it's just sort of like for season three, there's no indication that she's like not fine, you know, because she kind of acts, which obviously, you know, well, maybe I, she is fine. Maybe she's just living in this like sort of she's living in the peace of not having to think about it. And this all is such an intense reaction because she hasn't been thinking about it. Once that cop showed up, she had to start thinking about it again. Yeah, I guess I can see both ways. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Paige tells Spinner to beat it and he obliges. But then she finds his keys. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And she takes his... No, not yet. Oh. Not yet. But she does, though. Craig and Ashley. <laughs> Craig and Ashley are back at Joey's. And Craig unveils the guitar he bought for four grand. 
and Joey is clearly a little unsettled by this um, purchase. Yeah. And uh, Confessions so, of a shopaholic over here. That's Craig's right. Craig's being a real Isla Fisher. <laughs> Remember that movie? Uh, I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. <laughs> I know who Isla Fisher is. She's the shopaholic in that movie. That makes sense. In the trailer, she um, freezes her credit card into a block of ice, and then she has to break the credit card out. because. So you've seen parts of this She's movie. a shopaholic. I've seen the trailer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just have really good memory for trailers. <laughs> um, so Joey confronts Craig about this um, extravagant purchase, and how he hoped Craig would use the money to help out with the mortgage, or utilities, or groceries, or something. Do you think it's Isla Fisher? I think it might be, actually. Isla. Okay, Isla. yeah. M- mortgage. Yeah. I don't know. She's Australian. Oh. You never know what those people. Do you think it's Isle Fisher? Because she's um, from an Isle. <laughs> the Isle uh, Isla, Fi- Isla Fisher? That sounds real. That's got to be the way. Isla? Isla? I think Isla. 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 <laughs> Isla Fisher. Isla. Um, so. <laughs> what is this episode? Okay, so Craig is like, well, would you ask Angie this? Angela. Dumb question. And, which... Well, I mean, like, so Joey's like, and Joey's like, well, she's seven. <laughs> um, I get where the question's coming from. Obviously, so, Craig is feeling self-conscious because he's not related to Joey by... Blood. Right, and so he thinks, like, oh, you're only asking me this because I'm not family. Yeah. And, you know, and, like, oh, you just want, like, money out of, like, I'm, like, a, a meal ticket to you or whatever. Yeah. You know, so... And this I, is why I'll say Joey is one of the better adult actors. Like, he's good in all these scenes. He is very good in this scene. Yeah. He's a, he's a very sensitive actor. Yeah, really. I, I really like Joey. Great acting, Joey. Yeah. I don't know if I like Joey, but he's good. This <laughs> actor is very good. I don't remember his name. Um, um Pat Mastriano. Uh, is that it? I think. Are we sure that's not Caitlin? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So back at the party, Hazel can't find Paige and is worried about her. Um, I think this is like the first line that that Hazel has throughout these two episodes. Um, And little do they know, though, that Paige is hitting up the frat house where Dean is pledging. And they're listening to the Bang 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 song. Bang Bang Bang. It's not Bang Bang Into the Room by Jesse J. That wouldn't come out for another 10 years. No, not not yet. So this is the only Bang Bang song they had back then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh bang bang maxwell silver hammer Come oh okay yeah well that played right after the song okay it's just the bang bang songs. playlist yeah just on their spotify back back. <laughs> i don't think they had spotify fans. <laughs> no they, they think a mix cd they downloaded it off napster that's right yeah. that's right um so dean is pledging at this fraternity and she finds him there and she confronts him and announces at the party that dean is a rapist she does. And so he's like, uh, why don't we go outside? And so he, like, yeah. manhandles her outside. And I'll say Dean got off pretty easy because it was very loud in there. Paige was not able to get everyone's attention. He dodged a bullet. And I'm sad that at least Paige couldn't get that one moment of victory. You know, shame him. Get, make him not get into his frat. I wish that would have happened. Oh, yeah? You wish that would have happened? Get, get retribution. Yeah, of course. Maybe it will. We'll see. So, uh... <laughs> And he very casually admits that, yes, he did rape her. And Paige yeah. is like, wait, you admit it? And it's in a very believable way that well, he admits it. No, I, be- I believe the way that this came out and this interaction goes because he's like, he's not even really saying, yes, I believe. He's saying, yes, you believe. I must have done That's something. true. And it felt really real. Like, it felt like a real conversation. That's true. I guess I still, like, I still struggle with, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I guess I how how I feel about this beat because I still struggle to think that he and his ego could ever 
conceive of what he did as rape and like even yeah. to like even to give her like to throw this bone in this moment which is obviously like it, you know it's still very dismissive the way he takes you know it, he admits it it's yeah. not a real admission of guilt obviously but i don't know it's still it's like i just feel like this character it's like there's something about him that like and a lot of and to be clear i don't think this is unique to him i think a lot of you know men like this i feel like they couldn't conceive of what they did as rape um and at least not in this point in his life where I'm like, you clearly haven't no. reckoned with this. Yeah. So I don't know. I like I get I, I see your point, but I'm still just like, eh, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about Maybe it. Maybe it's just two good actors and that sold it for me. I could see two different actors doing the scene and I would think it was hot trash. So. Yeah. I mean to be yeah, again, to be clear, he's still like very dismissive yes. of her. And then he's like, you know, grossly like, you know, says like, Hey, hit me up whenever, you know, yeah. you want some. Because you you, you must like it if yeah, you keep exactly. coming. Yeah, exactly. You keep coming yeah, exactly. So Paige, in a state of true mania at this mm-hmm. point, gets in Spinner's car, because she has his keys. Yes. And then she crashes it into Dean's. Yes. And obviously she is not thinking straight, but you got to damage the car in a way that's not traceable back to you, Paige. you got to get, like, a tire <laughs> iron, or you got to knife the tires or something. Just Come key on. his car or key something. Key his car! Key his car and run. They'll never tie it to you. They will never pin that shit on you. Props to Degrassi, though. That's an expensive stunt. It's they an expensive two stunt. cars. And in, you know, in defense of them doing it this way, we want to see big bombastic things on TV. So she made this crazy decision in the moment, and I'm glad we're going down this path. What happens next? So she gets out of the car, and Spinner, obviously baffled and pissed off. And distraught for and his, his yeah, love mobile. The love mobile. It was so cute. And, and so it was he, a cute car. And he tells Paige, obviously he's like mad, but he's also out of concern for Paige. He's like, go home. Go home, Paige. You're clearly a mess right now. And he, I think, immediately knows that he has to take the fall for this. Right. Yeah, Which is exactly. what happens. Which is why he's like, he's like, go. Yeah. So, and so we get this montage of Paige. Do you like this song for this montage? Can I tell you, this montage really worked for me. It did work for me, too. The song was kind of good. I do think I was making fun of the song choices earlier, but they are appropriate for a frat party. Well, I like, like this, it works. This song isn't so morose that I think yeah. it's like, like, because it's like, obviously it's like, it's a... It's like an emotionally uncertain song. Right. And we're in an emotionally uncertain moment, aren't we? We are. Um, And so we get this montage of Paige who's like trying to get home. Yeah. Still sort of kind of like exhilarated by the events of the night when she caught a look of herself in the mirror i thought that was the strongest shot of the montage mm. and we also like we also see craig going to spend the night at sean's mm-hmm. um and joey making calls to somebody yeah i think he's trying to call craig, craig. because craig did have a cell phone so yeah. maybe he's calling that yeah. number yeah yeah i think he's just trying to get in contact yeah um so the next day Paige shows up to therapy with Miss Sauve. Yay, Miss Sauve! I was very excited to see her. She's back. But I want to comment on Paige's outfit. It's giving unconventional materials challenge. Didn't you think? I it's like kind of like this. It's like a weird mesh. Yeah, shawl. I kind yeah. It's like a mesh poncho. It's so strange. Off the shoulder poncho. Off the shoulder, and it has fringe, like square fringe. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would. It looks like it was made out of like like a leathery like a like a latexy faux leather but like what it looks like to me is like when you have um in your cabinets you have like the yeah or like underneath like the your liner rug, yeah underneath yeah, yeah. your rug like that plastic yeah liner. it, it looked like it was made of that we just bought that <laughs> you need you need it hey put it under your rugs put it on your cabinet yeah. bottoms <laughs> absolutely 
So that's what she's wearing. That's what she's she wearing. She died at pain because she said work. And honestly, I'd make fun of it, but she's pulling it off. She, I, I think this is a fun look. Uh, still has those bootcut jeans and those boots, but you know. Yikes. It was can't, a time. Can't escape it. So, uh, Miss Sauvet congratulates Paige for her day in court and how despite the verdict, she's triumphed over Dean. Yes. In her own way. And it's a great moment because Miss Sauvet obviously doesn't know about the events of the night before. <laughs> yeah. So these words mean very different things to the two characters. Right. And so, like, Miss Sauvet is like, oh, you, you know, like, you, this is like, you came out of this and, like, you feel ennobled and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Paige is just, like, looking guilty and was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're right. <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Paige, um, with her lingering concerns, uh, tries to make amends with Spinner over wrecking his car. Uh, but then the police show up, Oof. and they want to talk to Spinner. And so. we didn't even talk about the police's silly little outfits. They got a big red stripe on their hat. That was pretty funny. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, A-cab, but... A-A-cab. <laughs> all Canadians uh, are bastards. All Canadians <laughs> are bastards. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, it's Snake. Snake. M- Mr. Simpson. Archie. Archie Snake Simpson. May I call you Archie? May I call um, you... Jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> oh continue, my god to, um, continue just keep what going is, what are our audience just, members who don't watch drag race what do they think about it just so, keep going <laughs> so snake tells craig how worried joey was about him last night but craig dismisses him and chalks it up to joey just wanting craig's money mm-hmm. mm. yep. anyway i'm moving on yeah because there's a scene after and that's yeah. the one i want to talk about. yeah <laughs> so Paige then gets a call from spinner who is at the police station for the whole car incident yes and he assures her that he didn't tell the cops that she was involved. So he's taking the fall for her. But Paige is like, fuck that. So she shows up at the station and she sees Dean there and she tells him she's the one who wrecked his car, not Spinner. And he's like, well, I'm going to go tell on you. And she's like, well, I'm going to go. I'm already going to confess. Yeah. So fuck you. And Dean's like, that frat wouldn't let me in because of what you said the other night. Oh, it did work. I missed that line. Yeah. Right. That makes me feel better. Which is funny, because it's like, imagine fraternities taking rape accusations I know, seriously. Right? Imagine. Honestly, I think that he only got in trouble because he left his job pouring the beers. <laughs> I think that's the only reason the frat cared. They were like, if you're credibly being accused of rape, you need to keep serving the beers. <laughs> they said, Credi- being credibly accused of rape is one thing, but failing for, to serve the beers. To serve the beers? Oof. <laughs> for not holding the beer pong look i talked a lot about um whiplash in this episode with the scenes of levity and the serious scenes i think the audience is probably experiencing something very similar <laughs> just want to reiterate we take all the stuff so seriously we, it's just we gotta say something fun in between <laughs> yeah we take so. we take this this canadian drama very seriously yes you must yes so uh, Paige is like, I'm done with you, Dean. And then she sashays away. She does. To confess. And this was a great moment for her. This was another moment of her getting her power back in a sort of unexpected way. It was like another moment of her taking the stand. It, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was. And it felt earned. Yeah. I liked it. Yes. So Craig shows back up at Joey's. And Joey admits... That his dealership is going under. Yes. And again, good acting. And it it all makes sense instantly. It's like, he's so proud. Of course he wouldn't want to say this to his kid, essentially. Right. Um, And so he apologizes to Craig for hitting up for cash. And Craig says that, you know, he's willing to help. He wants to help Joey out. And Joey says that, you know, 
he hopes to leave the dealership to Craig one day, which was very sweet. That was cute. I really liked that. And the way he framed it, like, well, I know you want to be a big rock star. Right, yeah. But just in case, you know. Right. The, I wanted the to leave you some. Yeah, exactly. That, it was That's actually very sweet. sweet. Yeah. Because, I like, he recognizes, like, obviously, I know you have bigger aspirations, but, like, just to say you're okay. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this, normally the B-plots in these heavy episodes are a little lighter than this one. So it was nice that this, like, kind of family drama B-plot had such a heartwarming ending. Right. It was like, nice, nice yeah. uh, spoonful of sugar. And this is a end. great counterbalance, because it's, like, it's not, you know, again, like, like you said, like, sometimes, like, the, you have, like, a very serious A-plot, and then the B-plot is, like, total fluff. And it's, like, this wasn't fluff. Like, there was, like, you know, I mean, it wasn't as serious, but it was still, like, played straight, and it was yeah. taken seriously. So it's, like, I, you don't have that same mood whiplash that sometimes you get on this show yeah I, I just again i'll say really strong season premiere great episode mm-hmm. what happens in the last couple scenes here? okay we're wrapping things up finally so Paige sees spinner who is fixing up the love mobile and we find out that Paige has lost her license and has community service for a year i believe at least a year um so Paige apologizes for breaking spinner's car and also his heart mm. and all seems well it seems good uh this episode's great it was great, and I, I think easy easy question, easy answer. Does this episode go there? Uh, yes. I would say both of the plots go there. I was, I was very pleased with both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Great. We like this episode. We like this episode. Great start. I think we're in store for a really good season. Season four is, I still think, I, I think most people cite season three as, like, the best season, but I still feel like season four, for the most part, really continues on, like, the, the stride that you're yes. in. I remember there being a quality dip, and I remember it not being yet. <laughs> so that's that's my endorsement. There are this question, <laughs> there are questionable choices made towards the end, but they're not like it's more just like, huh? It's more just funny than like outright terrible. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it. We're gonna get to it. I'm very excited for the season. I guess at this point though, it's time to uh, get up in front of the class and uh, share what we learned today. Well, what did you learn today? I learned that uh, everyone in the Commonwealth wears silly little robes when they mm-hmm. go to court. Mm-hmm. And I think that was culturally enriching for me. I feel much more worldly mm-hmm. knowing that Isla Fisher, if she ever went to court, <laughs> her lawyer would have a silly little garment like that. Beautiful. Isla. <laughs> Isla? Isla. Isla Fisher? You say Isla, I say Isla. Let's call the whole thing off, eh? That's not a knife. What did you learn today, Evan? <laughs> I learned that if you can't get justice for your sexual assault, the next best thing is totaling your rapist's car. Yeah. And, you know, just don't let it get traced back to you. Yeah. That's the advice. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the learning. If you can get away with it. Oh, yeah. You owe it to yourself. Oh, yeah. Drop a cinder block from, like, above. <laughs> That's yeah. one way. A piano. Ooh, if you had a piano on a crane. An anvil. An anvil would just be the ultimate because he would be like, where did this even come from? Right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck fuck our justice system, which fails to, you know, get justice for sexual assault victims. Mm -hmm. I I hope that that changes in the future. Um, Yeah. So 
on that note, uh, we will have a much lighter episode next week. I look at I looked at what episodes it is, and they're fun ones. Are you yeah, excited for next like, week? Yeah, it's just like homophobia. Just like homophobia, that's... which we love here. <laughs> that's that's our lane. That's, that's our, our lane, domain. Yeah. So if you so. thought we were silly this week, wait till oh, we God. go off next week about all the times Marco gets called a faggot or whatever. <laughs> we'll have a faggot counter. We'll have a faggot counter. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of faggot counters... Fag encounters. I just you you close it out. I I need to stop talking. Um, (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. Um, apologies for the chaos. Full chaos. We thank you for your service. Yes, you earned a medal by listening to this. Right into all about Degrassi, and we'll mail it to you. (laughs) We 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 make no such promises. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. season four. Woo! Season four. <laughs> These are going to get spicy.